When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Injured at work in a motor vehicle accident or had a fall in a public space? Speak to Your Claim Lawyers, a no-win, no-fee, personal injury claims law firm that specialises in maximising compensation claims for injured people. Call 1-800-YOUR-CLAIM or yourclaimlawyers.com.au. All aboard for Dometic. From first-time campers to hardcore outdoor adventurers and everything in between, no matter your experience level, Dometic. Welcome back to Real Adventures. It's now time for All Aboard. For Dometic, everything you need for adventuring big or small. And today's guest is Frogley's Pry Angler, Dan Mackerel. Good morning, Dan. Morning, Az. How are things, mate? Not too bad. Thanks for joining us this morning. And uh, you've been doing a bit of uh, gallivanting around the coast lately and a bit of fishing in uh, my neck of the woods down at Port Phillip Bay. Take us through your last trip. Yeah. Oh, look, I've, just the uh, the experience and knowledge of one Aaron Hadgood has been fairly <laughs> handy, actually. I don't, I don't get down there too often, so... Um... I put the call out. I said, mate, I said, give me a time and a place to be. And I said, he gave me GPS coordinates and said, anchor up on this this position at this time. And I thought, the last trip I went down there, mate, we had 30 squid in an hour. And then uh, jumped onto one of your whiting spots and three on board. We had a bag out, 60 whiting in just over an hour, mate. It was bloody awesome. So appreciate the heads up and probably kudos to, to what you guys are doing with Salt Guide. I think it's pretty amazing that you guys have got all this up-to-date intel and yeah, the proof's in the pudding with that one for me, so well done. Well, with what you just said then, and this is all around the country, as you know, even with your broom fishing you do with your tournaments and whatnot, it's the, it's the timing, isn't it? It's not so much just going to a spot, and that's what we're trying to teach people is, not this about what we do, but it's about the importance of being at the right place at the right time, isn't it? And I don't know with what you do with the brim, right time to right spot with your tournament, but I'm sure there's different bite times for brim, like some, some low, low light, things like that. Yeah, definitely, mate. And again, you look at these sort of tidal situations too, like even the, the small estuaries, they don't have much tidal movement, but it can actually have a really big play on on the fish's movements and what they're doing at any given time. So I suppose your knowledge of look working with the flood and the, the dirty water for whiting, I suppose it all it all makes a lot of sense. And, and I suppose when you go down and do it a bit more, it makes more and more sense every time too. So Yeah, well, that's learning that's learning every day when you're fishing. And uh, one thing I want to learn is I can't catch a squid to save my life lately. What did where, where were they? <laughs> um, well, we just launched at St Leonard's and it was bloody, it was a really nice day and I was just sort of blown away by how many boats are out and we just sort of jumped on Google Earth again, found another little grass bed and we got out there. There's sort of no other boats around and um, there's a lot of bait fish sort of flicking around on the surface and it's probably some of the best squid fishing I've seen. Like they'll fish high up in the water column in about four meters of water and you could actually spot the squid chasing the um, the bait schools behind it. So it was probably some of the easiest squid fishing and probably the most exciting we've done in a while. You sort of put in behind the, the bait that was getting harassed on the surface and before or five squid on the back of it. So are you in are you in, in shock with about with not in shock? I know we've you, you're not too used to a lot of boats in the water, but it's it's amazing how many boats are actually on the water, isn't it? Because obviously COVID people can't travel. We were in shock coming down to the bay and seeing how many people were actually out. Like I say it, but to actually see it in yourself, how yeah. how many boats are out? Yeah, definitely. You know, like there's a lot of popular spots, but in some of those areas, mate, you can nearly hop from boat to boat. <laughs> but, um, we went down to the bite there at Queenscliff trying to get some squid on the uh, 
on the top top of the tide there at one stage, and it was just I don't think you could find 50 metres to yourself. It was unbelievable. So we sort of hightailed out of there and tried to find something a bit quieter. But obviously with the COVID and everything that's gone on this way, then a lot of people are taking advantage of. I suppose what we've got and the beauty of what we have around our local areas. So it is good to see, but it is very busy. Take us through the southwest now. It's where you do a lot of your fishing, sort of around that Apollo Bay, and obviously in the in the lakes and whatnot around there. Uh, what's been yep. biting? How you been travelling? Um, look, it's been really good. I thought like the guys down Apollo Bay are doing really well on there. The flathead. Um, it's always a bit of a bread and butter species. You pick your pick your weather windows when they're. In the mornings when the weather's nice and calm and you can sort of scoot out anywhere between sort of Blanket Bay and Skeens Creek and there's been any amount of flathead around in that 25 to 35 metres. Yep. Um, the guys sneaking around to the lighthouse in the know have been doing pretty well with some kingfish. There's been a lot of tuna. Um, sounds like the tuna are pretty well right along the coast. It's actually right from Portland right through to... Um, sort of Western Port. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so they're very, very well spread. So um, it's pretty much pick pick what you want to do and you can really get it done like there's um probably one of the things i sort of noticed this year i'm not sure if it's been in other years but a lot of the reef fishing at the moment there's a hell of a lot of nanagai around yep. um, the guys are sort of getting out and um catching like 10 to a dozen fish so that's been that's been really good and a species that sort of turned up this year probably a bit more prolific than it has in other years so it's just uh, an what? interesting one it's certainly good on the table so now outside the Puffle bay heads here the tuna are being pricks to catch they've been extremely hard yep. they're only biting in rough weather and whatnot and when there's no boats as soon as it's calm they're just sitting there sunning themselves down the southwest yep. there are they doing that yeah they do that and it's look it is frustrating but it's also like it's pretty the beauty of that sort of fishing you can sort of um do your best to sort of sneak up on the on the schools and um when they switch on as you know they'll pretty much eat anything but geez it can be frustrating when there's a couple hundred school uh tuna just sort of swimming around the circle and it doesn't matter what you're showing them, they're just not interested so yep. Um, just the, the fact that they are so prolific and well but you know they've got to eat but sometimes they've got to switch on so if you can work out when that bite window is or if you're there at the right time um, throwing surface lures at tuna is pretty pretty amazing now inland you do a lot of that down sort of Peterborough way and whatnot yep. uh, take us through what's going on there yeah so they're all all those systems are fishing pretty well this time of year is really good um, water warms up sort of the brim and perch will sort of push right up into the shallows to feed so um, it's a great time to start tying on some surface lures. Um, so if you like that sort of visual fishing uh, early morning or late in the evening, it's sort of really conducive to those sort of conditions. But they're all fishing very well. You've got the Air River, Hopkins, Boggy Creek, all those systems all on the coast there, fishing exceptionally well at the moment. Any signs of Mulloway? Not so much, actually. It's more, I actually prefer to chase the Mulloway when it's a bit cooler and the water's a bit dirtier, so... I think most of the, this time of year, I spend most of my time fishing in less than a meter of water. So, um, okay. I don't sort of, yeah, I don't sort of come across. They'll be there. There's no doubt they're there, um, but they don't sort of frequent the shallows as much as they do in the the winter months. So, uh, now you've got right down to Portland, obviously too. The tuna are going off Julia Percy there, as well as the yep. kingfish. You did mention the kingfish around the shank. Uh, sorry, not down the shank. What's it called? Down the Otway there under the lighthouse. Yep. Uh, yeah. You're fishing the same techniques those guys are doing up there or are you doing things a little bit different? Um, I think all techniques work. I think they're probably the most frustrating thing about the Cape Otway lighthouse and kingfish down there is they seem to always be mixed in with big schools of uh, barracuda. So I think oh. the only friend of the barracuda the only friend of them is the uh, the tackle shop owners. So the guys throwing jigs are um, donating a lot of corn each day on those. So if you can work out where to catch your uh, sliding mackerel and yakkers, that's probably your your best way to target them. 
um, because you're fishing sort of deeper water out there off a lighthouse, um, they don't seem to get to the surface as much as they do off uh, like in North Shore and those sort of things as well. So um, it's sort of deep water sort of fishing with your live baits and jigs and soft plastics if you can. And then, yeah, obviously trying to work out and differentiate your schools between the, the kingfish and barracuda. So. Very good. Well, that's all the news from the southwest. That was Dan Mackerel, Frogley's pro angler, and that was all aboard. Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call 13 91.